Joining me on the show now is A.J. Jardine from Richmond, B.C. originally, now living in Nashville for about the last year. And we're going to hear some songs from her EP that was released earlier this year called Midnight and Bourbon. Got a couple of great songs from that to share. My pleasure now to welcome A.J. to the show. Hey there. Hello and hi to all the listeners. Uh, Yeah, hi. (laughs) Great to have you here. I mean, I love what you do on Facebook specifically with your music, but the the Facebook Live stuff you do and just how you get your music out, AJ. I think I think you're doing a wonderful job with it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I think really um, for me, really uh, taking advantage of our social networks that we have and all the different platforms. Um, I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying the process of connecting with people on a very personal level, um, and especially my Facebook Live feeds um, are a great opportunity to be able to check in with people that either regularly tune in or just new new fans and new engagement and just another outlet to be able to showcase who I am as a person and, and share a bit of my journey of, from, from small town uh, British Columbia to Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. There you go. I love that. And you mentioned a word in their engagement, and, and you do engage with people, which is great because, you know, you've got the energy and the personality. So when we watch you and see you uh, talking and singing, you, you really pull us in, which is a great quality. Oh, thank you so much. And you mentioned small town BC. So did I have that correct? So I think it's near Vancouver, BC, but specifically Richmond is where you grew up. That's correct. Now, um, in recent years, Richmond has really grown um, and really developed tenfold. Um, but when I was growing up, it was still a pretty small town. Um, if anyone ever flies into Vancouver, Richmond is where the airport is. So that's the first, uh, the first spot that you, you actually go into oh, okay. when you are in, in Vancouver. Um, but, yeah, it's home and went through all my, um, my schooling there. I uh, went to university um, in in the Vancouver area, and so I've always known the the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And then you made the big leap to Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, which so many singer songwriters and artists want to do, and many of them at least get down there for a couple of weeks at a time to write and record and make connections. You actually made the move down there uh, approximately a year now. How exciting is it to be right in the heart of things? You know what? I'm I'm incredibly grateful. Um, the way that I've always approached life and the way that um, my parents taught me is, you know, if, if you want to do something, you got to go all in with it. Um, you know, as, hmm. as far as we know, we just have this one life. And um, <laughs> one thing that my dad, and really, I mean, there's, I could 
yeah, I, I'm not going to go because I can go really <laughs> down that hole. That's another but show, we'll, right? We'll that's a whole show in itself. That's a whole. That's a whole nother show. Um, but essentially, um, my my dad had always taught me that, um, and my mom as well. But my dad especially had always said, when you look back on your life, you never want to wonder what if. Um, you know, what mm. what if I just went to Nashville for that one year? And and um, and so my parents are huge supporters, and I mean they they have their reservations and their worries about me, you know, being down here on my own. Um, but they, they've been such a, a great positive influence and um, just support to really spread my wings and, and come down here. And I really gave it my, you know, the first year of really figuring out if, if this was the right, right place for me. They, they said, just give it a year and see. I knew from the first time I came down here five years ago that I was going to make the jump down here. Um, but I... Nice. <laughs> You know, but but with all of that and the process I gave myself this year and um, especially just within this past time, um, things are really starting to fall into place and I'm really starting to find the the flow and the groove of, of being down here because if, if anyone has been down here, um, it really does have an energy and a certain pulse to it um, where there's just so many incredible, good-hearted, kind people that are all here because they're talented and everyone's incredibly supportive and welcoming because essentially the, the percentage of people who are born and raised in Nashville are, is quite low. There's a lot of people that come from all over the States, Canada and beyond. And so everyone is a transplant in some, some form or another. Um, and so right. it really does yeah. um, incur- or it, it really does have that community energy to it, which I, it's a huge um, part of who I am. And so I've, I'm mm-hmm. just incredibly, incredibly grateful um, to be down here. That is so cool, AJ. And, you know, it obviously takes time to build up that network. But like you said, you've been there a year. I guess it's for anybody going down there, it's a matter of getting out to shows, introducing yourself. And I guess that's how you did it. You just start to build a network and then you start to perform at uh, venues and so forth. Absolutely. I'd say, like, the best way to come down here is, just putting yourself out there. And it is scary at first. Um, I remember even the first show, couple shows that I would go to, I, I maybe, I mean, I, I'd gotten to know a few people, um, you know, in my visits down here when I would come for a week or two weeks at a time. Um, but really when you're planting yourself into a, uh, not only a new city, but a new country, um, you really have to just take a deep breath. And sometimes you have to go into those rounds or, or into those shows without anybody and just being comfortable of being in your own skin and being on your own. And I think when Mm -hmm. you open up your heart and your mind and um, the possibility of of meeting amazing people, amazing things will come. And um, so I think it's attitude is, is 70 to 80% of the approach. If, if anyone is making the the leap down here Um, and then as well, just being, true to yourself, being yourself, because it, it does take time to, to meet people and you're constantly meeting new, new writers and new artists and new people in all different facets of the industry. Um, but it's really just keeping your own meter on, or your own eyes on the mission or I guess eye on the prize or, um, you know, and, <laughs> I think you know what I'm trying to say, <laughs> but just pretty much like keeping your heart open and, and, um, yeah, just yeah. allowing good people to, to come into your experience. And I've been very fortunate, 
very, very um, grateful for, for the people that I've met this past year because um, it's really made the transition down here um, very smooth. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very lucky with that. Now, have you had a chance uh, in the year that you've been there, AJ, or maybe other times you've uh, been down in Nashville, to see a songwriter uh, who's written a song that's on the radio, and now you're at a spot seeing that writer perform his or her version of the song? Absolutely. There's been uh, a few shows that I've uh, that I've been to or that I've attended at. Um, a couple of venues that come to mind is um, the Bluebird Cafe. Um, that's a really good spot to see a lot of the hit songwriters perform their songs. Um, I had the privilege of attending some of the Americana shows this past fall, and there were some amazing writers. Um, one example is Natalie Hemby. Um, she's an amazing writer and an amazing artist. She has her own record out, but um, she has a couple hits from um, Little Big Town and the other names are completely nice. drawing a blank right now. Um, but just, <laughs> just discovering more more writers. The listening room is another great spot. They just um, changed the location, um, so they're now in a larger space, um, and it's absolutely beautiful in there. So I've seen, you know, writers like Phil Barton, um, Derek Rattan, and I mean the list goes on and on nice. of, of um, just people that are there, and you know they they've got their hit and. And or their hits, and it's it's an ever yep. changing process, and it's always continuing, and and there's always room to grow and learn, which is probably my favorite part of being in the music industry is that you can never learn enough, um, and so I love the process. <laughs> yeah, it's it's endless what you can learn if you stay hungry, and all artists do, and you you can learn about the business side of it, of course, but the songwriting side is always endless to learn how to write better songs. Have, what have you learned along the way, AJ, as far as writing songs from when you first started to, to now, uh, anything you can pass on, on uh, the craft of writing? Absolutely. I would say really being honest, honest in the writing room. Collaborations are my favorite part about writing. I've, recently started getting back into writing on my own just to develop my own skills. Um, But I think really going into the room again with an open heart, with an open mind and telling the truth because, because especially with country music or any really, really good songwriting, it comes from that honest place and that honest Mm -hmm. experience that, that maybe one of the writers or the artist has experienced, but being able to translate that conversation into a way where anyone can relate to it and creating that true universal message behind the song. That's probably my favorite part that I've learned that I'm continuing to learn. And um, I think it's well honest with yourself and, and really I found um, coming down here, you, you really, and I never recommend comparing yourself to others because that only that that doesn't help anybody but really just Mm -hmm. looking at the bigger picture of of all of the talent and amazing people that are down here and you know just kind of gauging where where you are in your process because some people are you know way up there some people are just getting started and so knowing a gauge of where about you sit helps set your mindset and your intentions for however long you're in town. So if you're, you know, going off of 
three months or six months or a year, you know, really being able to set your own bar and say, if you're at a writer's round and you see someone or you hear a song that just moves you completely, it's it's really learning to study the the craft and the the history right. and the industry itself, and and so it's really just challenging yourself to keep one upping your own growth and um, yeah, I think yeah, and and and, and, and as well, I think, in terms of the songwriting process, really understand and take the time to know what it is about you that is a really strong point, something that you bring into the writing room that no one else can. So, I mean, there there's some people are really good at the beer drinking, pickup truck songs, and, <laughs> you know, and they, they hone that craft. And, and some people are really good at melodic, uh, emotional music, and people are really good at melodies or guitar riffs. So I think it's really focusing on your strengths and really being able to master that craft. So then when you're pairing up with different writers that you vibe well with, then you know, okay, well, if this person is good at melody, I'm good at melody too. It may not be the best match because we both have similar skills versus if you have someone right. who's a sick guitar player and you're really driven by melody, then then there's going to be some magic that that's going to happen. And so I think it's really knowing what it is that you contribute and then learning from the other that maybe has a different skill set or a different way of writing. That makes a lot of sense. And what about uh, times, AJ, if you're not, if the ideas aren't flowing, you're not getting those starting points, do you have anything that you do, um, a technique or something to generate ideas or, Maybe it's even take a break, but to get the ideas to to start flowing. I I reckon well, there's a few few things. I'd say either uh, cut, take a break and go for a beer, or go for or go for <laughs> some food and just get away, just get away from from the writing room for a <laughs> yeah. bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, in, in all honesty, but um, that's I always a good thing. It's always good. I mean, and it's yeah. it's always hot down here too, so it's it's sometimes nice to go take a little break. Um, but typically, I find that the conversations um, that are had in the writing room are always fuel mm. for the fire. It's, it's always the gasoline. Um, and I think it's really reading the room when you, when you go in. Because I think it's absolutely great to have, you know, a lot, a lot of writers will have a list of hooks or song ideas. And especially if you're an artist and you're writing for a specific project, it's really good to have that preparation. Um, I highly, highly recommend that. I do that myself. Um, just so then in those moments where maybe there's no ideas, at least you have that plan B um, right. that, that's sitting there. But but then I think on, on the flip side, I always encourage people to really read the room because if, you know, one writer comes in and is super high energy and the and another writer comes in and is maybe like super down or maybe they, they just, their day just has not been theirs, it's it's really important to energetically feel what the room is um is saying or what what the muse is calling for that day and then i think it's really mm. honing in on that and um being open to being flexible because sometimes you might start a song that you know super serious and super emotional but you know everyone's just hitting their heads against the wall sometimes it's nice <laughs> to just, you know put that aside for a minute table it and say you know what we'll, we'll get yep. to this another time let's just try something completely new. And usually when you just rip that page out of the book and just save it for another day, 
sometimes there's there's even more magic that can happen there. I like that. That's a, those are some great ideas. I want to turn to a song Thank from you. your EP, AJ. Yeah, good stuff. Really, really smart advice. Uh, from May 2018, earlier this year, it's called Midnight in Bourbon, and we're going to uh, get to the title track in a moment. Then I'm going to ask you about influences when we come back, including your mom, and we'll talk about the time you two were a duo as far as a musical duo. But let's talk about uh, the song Midnight in Bourbon right now. What can you tell me about it? Absolutely. So I I wrote this with who is an amazing songwriter. Um, he mm-hmm. he's from British Columbia, but he comes down to Nashville quite frequently, and um, we've written together a few times uh, prior to this. Um, and so this was the first song that either of us had written of 2017. And um, when we sat down to write this song. Um, I personally, just to give a bit of insight, I, I was going through a really big breakup. Um, I was with um, with my ex-boyfriend for about six years. Um, so met him when we were both really young. And um, just things hadn't, I, we, we tried everything we could, but it just, it, we just had to go our own separate ways. And um, so it was, it, it was a really rough um, 2016, near the end of that year. Um, and so, just as I was processing this first love breakup, um, which I mean, to anyone, their first love is, is quite devastating when, when it's, sure. um, and so I've been trying to really find the blessing in disguise and the finding the silver lining about that. Um, you know, what I could learn from that relationship, because another thing my parents have always taught me is, you know, to really focus on the good, focus on the positivity and, and um, on the light. And so when I sat down with Doug, then I was explaining the situation. And um, and then, so then we had come up with um, the title Midnight and Bourbon. Well, I said Blessing in Disguise, and then Doug had said, well, what about the corner of Midnight and Bourbon? I said, that's really cool. And then from there, the, yeah. the song just, it, it almost wrote itself. It was just this magical flash of, and like two hours and, and we had created it. And, um, and then from there we had, um, you know, had a few people listen to it, received a bit of feedback and, you know, made a few little tweaks here and there. And I think really with songs, they're, they're always changing. Um, and they like, there's always ways to improve them as we talked about a little bit mm-hmm. earlier. Um, and so I'd had this song for a while, started playing at, at a few different events in Vancouver, um, and really for, for me, this song has um, excuse me, been, been a big catalyst in me finally having the confidence within myself to, um, to fully move on and to really start a new chapter, which led to me um, going through the process of coming down here. And in October, um, we, I had received a sound recording grant from the Creative PC uh, program, uh, which is amazing. I highly recommend um, anyone who's looking to record in in the province of BC. It's an incredible um, grant program uh, to help um, boost the recording industry in Vancouver. And so I worked with Sheldon Zaharko um, as producer and engineer, and uh, mm-hmm. we recorded at uh, Brian Adams Studio, the warehouse. And with oh, this cool. project, we um, yeah, it was it was an absolute dream. Um, that space is pretty magical. Um, and so we had two days in there and we recorded it live off the floor, which in case there isn't anyone that's um, familiar with that term, 
it's essentially how records used to be made when you have the full band sitting in the in the same room and it's a very collaborative process of really bringing the songs to life and so we had an amazing lineup lineup of artists or not artists but musicians um who aren't typically on on some of the country records or we had different combinations of of musicians on the project which that's something that Sheldon and I really wanted to explore and um we also recorded it through 2-inch tape so it it does have okay. a certain warmth and um that's how right. Sheldon um always recorded that that's how he um started recording was through the analog system and so um he he was an absolute pro and a and a dream producer to work with and the the best fit for this sound um that we were approaching um and so through that process um yeah it was just an absolute dream and i'm very excited that it's out now and and just really looking forward to sharing it with everybody and um, just getting the word out about Midnight and Bourbon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, let's hear the uh, title track. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that was great. It's I, I love the stories and uh, I love your positivity too, AJ, which Thank I you. see online, of course, and talking to you. It's great. And that, uh, that really makes a difference when you're that positive and, and have an open heart, as you say, kind of, it kind of uh, put yourself out there. Absolutely. It's, it's the only thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear that song now. Again, it's the title track to your EP, Midnight and Bourbon, Odd in the Country. I can smell your stale tobacco in the kitchen. A sink full of dishes that need washing I'm drinking something mean and I'm hurting On the corner of midnight and bourbon
It's goodbye for certain, and midnight and bourbon. It's goodbye for certain, and midnight and bourbon. And that is A.J. Jardine with the song Midnight and Bourbon. You can get to that EP, which that song uh, is the title track of at iTunes. And, uh, man, this is a great EP that you've got out. Uh, we've got another song coming up from it in just a bit, which we will get to. Well, let's go back to 2010 and talk about uh, you and your mom. You had two full-length albums out, and that's pretty cool, a mother and a daughter team. The other one, of course, I can think of famously is The Judds. I don't know if there's a yeah. <laughs> bunch more out there, but tell me about you and your mom. Absolutely. So my um, my mom is, is one of my biggest inspirations. Um, ever since I was born, she's always done music, and she's put out – I I think at least seven records. I mean, she she is again my biggest inspiration. I cannot uh, emphasize that enough. Um, being an independent artist, it it does have its challenges. But my mom has been and is amazing, and um, and has really followed a life of passion. And um, I'm just very happy to have. Um, you know, been raised by her, um, my dad as well. Um, my dad's not in music, but he's a huge music fan and has always been a huge support. And, um, and so with, with my mom and the Jardines, especially it, it really, um, helped introduce me into the process of the music industry. And, um, it, it really created a safe environment for me to explore different facets of, of the industry from producing to engineering to songwriting, performing, um, and all-encompassing. And so I'm incredibly grateful that, that I had my start with my mom, and she is my best friend. And so um, it's, oh. it was just a lot, a lot of fun. That's pretty amazing. Now, uh, where will we find her online if we want to check out her music? Yes, you'd find her um, even just, uh, I think, on Facebook, all the different social medias. Um, she's very present on there, just as I am. Um, and so her name is Sherelle Jardine. Um, and so the best way is to uh, just connect with her. She she has a few bands, um, but definitely through her Facebook page. Um, I know she has a band, Stone Poets, um, and there's also her other band called Head. Um, and so they're they're available on all social media platforms. Nice. That is so cool. Wow, it's amazing when, um, you know, 
somebody's parent is, is a musical person like that, uh, you obviously are going to be influenced by them. And like you said, uh, biggest inspiration. And you learned a lot from her about music and the business, I'm sure. Uh, oh, absolutely. And um, she's always been someone that I'll, I'll bounce ideas off of, my, my dad as well. Um, and so it's been, it's been really great. And at the same time, um, it's me being down here has really given me that opportunity to really find my own voice and my own, um, my own way of doing things. So with, with my mom, especially, especially she um, has given me the gift of the foundation of different skill sets. And um, I will say when I was growing up, I always had a passion or a dream of doing music, but sports was a big thing for me. Um, and so okay. that was going to be my original path. I was going to yep. come down to the States and play softball and, uh, my dad was is a big uh, sports fan, and so that was a lot of my upbringing, um, but always still having music in the background. But I, I highly, highly recommend competitive sports to anybody because um, the more I think back on those years, it's really created the skill set of discipline and resilience and um, due diligence and teamwork, working in a collaborative environment that mm-hmm. has truly set me up for success later in life. Um, and so yeah. I'm grateful yeah. for oh. both influences. Yeah, a lot of parallels between sports and the music business in terms of the determination, the hard work, you know, all those principles of success, as you just stated, is great. You were able to kind of transfer that uh, one skill to another. Absolutely. Yeah, it was so, you know, at the time I was like, oh, I just want to be doing music. And, but, you know, everything does, everything that we learn does help us down the line. It's just sometimes it's, it's hard for us to see the bigger picture when we're in the present moment. But things always, always mm-hmm. have a way of working out and things always do compound and, you know, help us grow in the long run. So what is your favorite sport, AJ, to not necessarily participate in, but to watch these days? Oh, um, ah, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I honestly <laughs> don't have a lot of time to watch sports. Typically, I'm not much of a sports watcher, but if I get invited okay. to go to a game or a football yep. game or anything like that, I really like being in the stadium. I really like seeing right. the live action of, of sports. Typically, if something's playing on the TV, I get distracted or I end up working. Um, I've yet to go to a Predators game or a Titans game, but that is on my bucket <laughs> list for this next coming season. Um, and nice. so, I mean, I, I'm definitely a, I'm, I'm a pretty big uh, hockey fan. I, I won't state my favorite team um, just to keep everything <laughs> peaceful because I know <laughs> right. I know get pretty. You don't heated, want any Facebook but... posts. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no debating. That's cool. And but softball was uh, the sport that you played, as you were saying, uh, that you thought of uh, back in the day pursuing. Absolutely, yeah. So that was my main sport. Right. I also played um, soft or uh, basketball, volleyball. Um, I never played soccer because my mom said she didn't always want to stand in the rain when I was playing. But <laughs> yet, when I was playing competitive softball, there she'd be sitting in the rain. <laughs> Cause it, right. Yeah. So we always we always laughed about that. Um, yeah, definitely That's softball awesome. has been the, the thread throughout my um, my younger years into my teenage years. 
Very cool. Uh, let's let's get back to influences and, of course, your mom, your biggest inspiration and influence. Uh, what about some of the artists yeah. as you were uh, growing up and thinking about music and country music? Who are some of the, the names we would know that uh, that motivated you? Absolutely. Um, so I, I had a very eclectic uh, listening library when I was a kid. My, my mom being, like, very much into rock, um, you know, we, we had everything from Led Zeppelin, and my dad is a big southern rock, um, outlaw country kind of guy, and so everything from uh, Leonard Skinner, some Almond Brothers, uh, Blue Rodeo was always played in the home. Um, and then as well, when I grew up in the 90s, and so combine that with all of the pop music, such as Britney Spears, Spice Girls, they were mm-hmm. my first concert. Um, which was oh, wow. a dream come true for a little five-year-old to see your favorite <laughs> spice of the girls <laughs> performing in a big arena. Do you have a favorite um, spice? Do you have a favorite spice girl? Um, you know what? I was a big fan of Baby Spice when I was younger, but now that I look back, I'm I'm a fan of Ginger and her, <laughs> you know, her uh, strong-willed <laughs> approach. Cool. To life. Uh, yeah, but definitely, so everything from pop to some country music, southern rock, classic rock, um, and everything in between. Um, I just love music in general, and I, I love the stories that are told through through songs. And, um, and mm-hmm. so I've, I've definitely listened to every type of music at, at some point in, in my life till now. Let's turn to uh, another song from the EP that is out now. And this one you just did an announcement about uh, a video that you were shooting for it, and the song is called Fill It Up Again. And before you talk about it, I just want to say I love the lyrics in it and the message. It's just a very inspirational song, and it it really, uh, I guess it got to me, as you could say. It really uh, meant something to me listening to it. Oh, thank you so much. That if anything is has always been my intention with my music is to be able to affect people in a positive way that, you know, and anyone can do whatever they want to do. This, this world, this life does have infinite possibilities when again, and I've said it earlier, but when we open our hearts and we open our minds, um, there's really mm-hmm. nothing we, we can't do. I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, but there's, we can do anything that, that we really set our mind to and, and things that we're committed to um, pursuing. And um, so this one I, I wrote with a dear friend of mine, Craig Wilson, who's down here and is an amazing songwriter as well. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for the video to come out. Um, and so um, Alex Jeffrey uh, is a director, and um, ArcFu is the assistant director for it. And so we had spent my one-year anniversary, July 4th, um, we spent the day going around the city of Nashville and getting different footage for, for this video. And um, I'm most excited that um, this is my first music video that I've done that really just showcases who I am and my personality mm. and my vibe that I've been really understanding um, this past year. So I'm very excited to have this teaser now out. Um, we don't have a set date for when the music video will be will be happening, so everyone stay tuned on that. Um, but in the meantime, it's just a little sneak <laughs> peek uh, for everyone to kind of whet their appetite, so to speak, until until the full video is out. 
Very cool. Well, we'll look forward to uh, checking out the teaser, which I've already done. as shown a clip of the video. Let's hear the song now. This is from my guest, A.J. Jardine. This is Fill It Up Again on In The Country. And that is A.J. Jardine, brand new music from her, from her EP called Midnight and Bourbon. Uh, you can get, grab that at iTunes, and the song is Fill It Up Again. And uh, a music video, sorry, are you pretty uh, comfortable, A.J., in front of the camera? I am. Now, if you had asked me that a year ago, it would have been a hard <laughs> no. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, really, yeah, but really... It takes um, time, right? I you know what, it, it is, it's another approach, and I, I feel that I'm continuing to get more and more comfortable in front of the camera. Um, I do have my Facebook Live feeds to thank for a huge part of that, as well as just any of the um, video content that I started putting out there. Um, I think it's it's like any skill. Um, you just have to keep keep doing it, and 
if anyone is, you know, nervous about being in front of the camera, it is awkward at first, but the more you do it, the better you get at it, so to speak, and, and the more comfortable you are, and then the more your light shines. Like, if you guys have seen any type of videos that I've done even six months ago, I'm super awkward sitting there and talking and singing and, and, um, and so it's really, it's just a, it's just another, it's another craft that you have to hone in and, and keep doing and just don't be scared to let your personality shine. Um, that's something that that's really just held me back for too long now. So especially these past few months, I've just stopped caring what people think of me and just, it's this very freeing feeling to um, really just let, cause people want to know, the type of person that you are. And so I'm really excited for not only fill it up again, but for this next year um, of being down here and, and just seeing what happens. Is there anything in the next year, AJ, that you've got in your mind right now that you're thinking you would like to accomplish um, some kind of musical goal? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, well, I am excited to announce that I do have a Canadian Country Music Week showcase with the Diamonds in the Rust. Um, on oh, great. The Friday of, of Canadian Country Week. This will be my first time showcasing at, at the CCMAs. Um, and so very excited for that. So that's something off of my um, to-do list or my, I guess, my bucket list, so to speak. Um, yeah. There's definitely a few venues that I'm starting to reach out to or, or certain places in town that I want to showcase at. Um, and so it's really just, it's it's really just the process and, I think just really furthering my um, my journey of of who I am and really finding different and unique ways of expressing that to a larger audience is really my main intention for this year because this this EP I'm very proud of and so now it's just a matter of getting it out to a larger audience and letting other people hear it and playing more live shows and having fun doing it that's the key right if you're having fun doing it you're going to enjoy it but also those of us watching and listening are going to have fun it just kind of uh, it works that way right absolutely it really it really does it really does and and i'm also very excited for um for the people that i've met this past year and the people that i continue to meet and to also cheer on their careers and see them achieve their goals and their intentions that they that they want to reach. Um, I think that's a super important thing because there, there is room for everyone to succeed, um, especially being a woman in, in the industry as well. I think it's super, super important that we um, always support each other and um, because there's, there's room for everyone. There's more music being created every single day and there's more opportunity mm. than there ever has been. And so I think really, um, rooting for each other is is how we all win have you had a chance aj over the last year or so to uh to meet any of your musical heroes and uh whether you just a passing uh hello uh or or conversation at all and did you get starstruck at any point um i i haven't yet mainly because sometimes i'm really really nervous if i see someone that is huge <laughs> Influenced me, I usually just like shy sure. away, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but there's definitely been like a, a few cool people. What I really like about this town as well is that 
you, you get to meet a lot of the emerging artists and you, you see their growth rising um, and you really mm-hmm. see them start to build that momentum and, and take off, so to speak, in their career. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's, I think, a really magical part about this challenge. And so I always keep my eyes open, but I mainly keep my head down and keep working hard and, um, and just enjoy the ride. <laughs> that's the way to do it. I love it. Along the way, AJ, did you were there any times where you were trying to find your sound and maybe who you are musically, or did you kind of know uh, from way back when exactly who you are as an artist? It's definitely taken me time. Um, I can pinpoint to one moment in particular when um, when I had an aha moment of. Um, kind of what this new sound is. And I think even this record is, is only the starting point of, of where I am aiming towards for my sound, which um, I won't give it away, but I'm very excited for um, all the new stuff that's going to be coming beyond this record. And I think also as well, that's such an important thing is that there's always, there's always another project. Like there, there's always more music mm. you can create. There's always more records you can put out. And I think it's really just enjoying the present moment of, of that particular flagship that you put into the ground and you say, this is who I am in this point in my life, but there's more that's to come. And so yeah, with that moment, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's super important to, again, as you said earlier, to stay hungry and to keep wanting to learn and grow and expand. And um, so going back to, to your question, there was uh, a moment I was in the writing room and um, I was sitting down with Linda Terry and Ryan Nicholson, and we were writing this song called Scissors, which is on the EP. And, um, you know, Lynn had, um, the first time Lynn and I wrote together, um, she's an amazing writer as well and a dear, dear friend of mine. Um, and I know she, she's got a lot of exciting stuff happening um, in, in the next little while with, with her songwriting career, which I'm very excited to, to see unfold. And, um, so we had written down or sat down to write for the first time and she looked at my previous stuff and, um, you know, I, I had one or two songs put out there and, and um, as well from the Jardines. And so she had come prepared with, with these certain ideas and we'd written a, a great song. Um, and then when we sat down to write scissors, um, just this voice came out of, of me that I've never heard myself hear or arrange <laughs> that I've never really had. And she just stopped and looked at me and said, where has that voice been this whole time? <laughs> She's like, you've been holding out on wow. me. And, um, and so that was really that starting point. And, um, and so Scissors is really that showcase of, of this more edgy sound. Um, and then even hmm. since then, because we wrote that last summer, even continued to fine-tune it just through live performances and, and um, just really – putting everything out on the line and um, putting your heart out there for, for people excuse me, um, to, to be a part of something. Um, and so I'm definitely hitting ranges that I never thought I would ever hit and, and just really continuously honing this new sound that is what I think is authentically me. Um, I think it's it's easy for, for us to see what's, you know, out there and what's being released and thinking, okay, that's what I need to sound like in, in order to have success. But I think really in terms of success is really just being yourself and letting your own light shine because there's no one else that has what you have. And and I think really that first step before doing anything is, is to 
really spend the time to experiment with different styles of, of songwriting and different ways of um, performance and production and and really just through that um, activity, you will start to find things that are really calling you and, and that are really aligning with who you are. That is awesome. I, I love the uh, wisdom that you have and the insight, AJ. Uh, and also, as I said, well, just the you. positive spirit you you have, which is awesome. It's just a great combination. Uh, I want to thank you for being here. I've seen you online. I know you have as well, seen what I do. And I, I'm a big fan of what you do. And I'm so glad we had this and chance. And I'm a fan of what you do, too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We need to start a fan club, each other's fan club. I love I love it. Well, thank you so much for having me. And all the listeners, you guys are awesome. And keep supporting Dave because he creates this platform to really showcase amazing artists. And, um, yeah, so keep listening, everybody. Awesome. And, AJ, uh, again, our, for our listeners, thank you so much for uh, being there, of course, and be sure to grab Midnight in Bourbon, the EP from AJ Jardine. Uh, you can grab it at iTunes and everywhere else great music is sold. Uh, AJ, we'll uh, chat later online, and thanks again for being here. Have yourself a great night. Absolutely. You as well. Thanks again, Dave. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.